Welcome to another edition of Brews and Views. What's up? Hey. We haven't done these in a long time. Yeah. a couple months because uh, we can Summer's can't. busy. It's hard to schedule the three of us in the studio at the same time. This happened to work out for us on a Monday. Yes. Weird. That's a recording. Uh, over there is... What up? It's D-Block. And over there is... The tired and no longer hungover Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Ryan. Hello, Ryan. <laughs> so great. I love that. D-Blocky Rock and Ryan. Yep. Anyways, we're going to talk movies today. Yeah. But first, what are we drinking? Dave, you have a beer in front of you I and you're do. completely sober now. Yeah, it is a non-alcoholic malt beverage made by my friends at Labatt Blue. Nice. Yeah. Canadian beer, eh? Yeah, dude, I love Labatt Blue. And it, I was really kind of worried when I first bought it because like... I've had Canadian Labatt Blue, where it's got a higher alcohol content, so I was worried that maybe the Canadian NA version of this was going to have a higher content of, of alcohol, but it doesn't. It's still 0.5, so I'm cool. Cool? the fuck was that? Oh, that Turning was my phone off. Yeah, I heard the vibrate, and it made a weird sound in my I, ear. I went past the vibrate to wow. silent. Sorry. I like it. Uh, and, and Iraq, what are we drinking? We are drinking a Misfit IPA by Wild Onion Brewery. It's got a heard uh, sugar skull... Yeah kind of motif. I like uh, the skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wild Onion is in Lake Barrington, Illinois. They make oh. uh, a lot of decent brews. Um, my smells good. Probably my favorite is uh, one that's called uh, Drago, which is kind of a uh, uh, Bourbon County clone. A lot cheaper. Comes in a four-pack. For Bourbon Mountie? Yeah. For about uh, $15, you get four. And it's a barrel-aged stout. And it's almost as good as Bourbon County at about half the price. Okay. So this smells good as fuck. You want yeah, to smell from the glass? Might get a little bit more aroma. I'm not sure what hops are in this one, but it's it's pretty tasty. I'm glad I grabbed one. It's pretty. It's super fresh. Uh, this was just. <laughs> Don't uh, drink it. You'll ruin everything. <laughs> I'm not quite sure when it tasty. was canned, but uh, Benny's has done a good thing, which a lot of places have started doing. They start dating when they receive them. Yeah. So it's dated. Uh, you know, within a uh, two weeks of today. Yeah. So it tastes pretty fresh. Yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah, it's a cool can. Yeah, I, I like the, that design of the the what do you call those things? Sugar skulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. It's a uh, it's kind of Mexico-ish. Be a, good, be a good tattoo for you, right? Nope, no tattoos. <laughs> there you go. Either that or what's on your fucking shirt? That'd be a nice tattoo. Right I actually really like this because yeah. there's hops in the eyes of the sugar yeah, skull. Yeah, I know yeah, that. That's like badass. That. that might have to be a, you a should, want tattoo. You should get that. I would get a hop and, sugar and, skull and the, the tooth. The gold tooth also has a hop on it. Nice. <laughs> nice. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably change oh, yeah. the flowers on the top to something like... Uh, a more some, manly. Something a little You could more change masculine. the flowers to little beer with friend logos. Or, or pot leaves. Bottle caps. Bo- bottle caps. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we get our own version of this. Yeah, I could uh, totally see that coming. But anyway, we're talking about movies. Today. Yes. So let's first... We're going to go round and round and round. Round and round and round. Um... The last movie I saw, I'm going to start because normally I end. Yeah, yeah. The last movie I saw, just a few days ago, I saw uh, The Purge Election Year. You saw it already? I did you see it. dirty fucking cock. <laughs> Whoa. I want to see it. I thought we were going to see it together. Were we? Well, let me review it. You're a dick. This is what happened during the movie. Oh, as long as you slept, then that's cool. We can watch it later. Really? It wasn't that good? You fell asleep? I think I fell asleep during this podcast. I fell asleep during this movie. Wow. Yeah. That bad. It was 
I would call it a B movie. Really? It was that bad. Was well, this the third one? Yeah, yeah this third. is the third one. It was not. I don't know. I I I, I kind of feel like I can't really rate it because I fell asleep, but the movie caused me to fall asleep, and I don't fall asleep when I'm in the theater. Right. I fall asleep when I'm at home laying on the couch. I was sitting up watching this fucking movie, and I was dozing off throughout the whole thing. It didn't capture my interest, and I'm we did a fucking multiple podcast yeah. on this series, right? Yeah. Promoting this movie coming up, so I was excited to see it. Was it too predictable? Yeah, to me it was, and and then the story was it was stupid. It was really dumb. Like I get the concept of what the movie was going to be about is about a, a politician who wanted to stop the purge, and then there's people that support the purge that are trying to kill her, so right. they need to keep her safe. And, yeah, I'm going to fucking spoil the movie for you right now. Of course she survives at the end. Why wouldn't she? Mm -hmm. But you could tell that's what was going to happen through the whole fucking movie. And it it didn't have any suspense to me. There was one scene right at the very beginning that made me jump. Because it was startling or because it was super bloody and gross? No, it was one of those things where, like, they're following somebody in the camera and somebody jumps out and it kind of, like, shocks you. Mm-hmm. And literally, like the first five minutes, the rest of the movie was a snooze fest. I I would give this a star, a single star for being part of a. Uh, I like the concept originally. of yeah. it, but this movie didn't, in my opinion, didn't do justice. I wouldn't go see it again with you at the theater unless you were buying my ticket. At I don't think I'll buy this movie to complete so my trilogy. So the recommendation is uh, wait, wait for rental or wait for it to be on HBO or something. Yeah, I would wait to see when you can watch free it on free. Netflix. And maybe on the second viewing, I like it better. I did not like it the first time around. It put me to sleep. Well, your your predictability will uh, will tie into the last movie that I saw, which was The Secret Life of Pets. I saw that as well. It was completely predictable. Did you watch it in 3D or regular? Was it entertaining at least? I would I would say it was somewhat entertaining. Wait, hang on. It had funny parts. I have a question. How is it completely predictable? I don't even know what it's about. Okay, well, it's about pets that just are home all day. But within, you know how there's a first, second, and third act in in any storyline. Okay, so there's the setup, the suspense, and then the conclusion. You know, the resolution in any kind Mm -hmm. of story arc. So at the setup, I already knew what the conclusion was going to be. Oh, you it's know, a kids movie. It is a kids movie, so predictability is the key. There were no, like, certain good kids movies have a twist that you don't expect. Right. You know, something happens that that is not predictable. That's not. I mean, and then on top of that, you also get get a get a sense of um, some kind of and and in in that there should be interlaced uh, really funny moments. Now, there were some funny moments, but not to the point of me really laughing out loud. I mean, I chuckled maybe once or twice, and there were a lot of kids. Here's my biggest problem with, I think, my experience seeing the movie, is there was two kids with their dad sitting behind me who wouldn't shut up the entire movie. Can these people kill themselves? Well, it, I'm, I understand they're kids, and I'm in a kids movie, and I get that. But at some point, Dad has to say, "I know you're enjoying the movie, but we don't need to talk the There's entire time." Here. Exactly. We're yeah. not at home, yeah. and at some point, Dad has got to say, 
you know, and he doesn't have to be mean about it, and I didn't want to be mean about it, and I just let it go, but honestly, I think it did sour my opinion of this movie a little bit, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. My kids, but part of me says that I was right in my assessment of the movie, because what, one of the first things I always do with my kids when, I, when we get done seeing something like this is like, what was your favorite part? And my son looked at me and goes, I don't really have one. Mm -hmm. And that's important to me, that there was no one redeeming part of the movie that he said, that was so funny. I I could think of that every time I think of this movie. The best part's the preview? There wasn't one, according to him, a funny part. Well, I mean, the best part of the movie is what's in the preview, basically. There's a a couple of moments that weren't in the preview that were pretty funny, but, I mean, I don't know. It just seemed predictable. Like, when you saw, I think the last kids movie that really shook me or not even shook me but uh surprised me and and made me want to want to see it again right away was uh um the one with the emotions uh inside out inside out Mm -hmm. you know that was a well-made movie it had made you think it was predictable though that is not predictable (laughs) movie i mean not what happens in it but ultimately the kids movie you always know how it's going to end yeah you know what i mean i mean because i was going to end happy for the most part something gonna make it happy at the end I like movies when it doesn't end happy. Mm-hmm. I think I would have liked Purge better if the bitch would have died. That would have been awesome. Yeah. And I don't say spoiler alert because fuck off people. Yeah. Eat a dicks. Alright, so yeah. So I'll go see it. Maybe not in the theater. Yeah, if you were going to make me put stars on it, I would go somewhere between two and a half and three. And I would hope my rating would probably go higher than that after seeing it again because I do think my experience with the kids behind me kind of soured it because it was constantly had talking in the back of my mm-hmm. ear. So. I think you're right because I saw it in 3D. Um, I loved it. I thought it was funny. Mm. I, I, I do agree that it was predictable, and I do agree that there was no one thing. That, the only really the only thing that stood out for me is the part where the uh, wiener dog opened the door by jumping on it and just squeeze. You know, like, that's the only thing I remember of the whole movie. Really, oh, wow. was that? And see, you're a dog person, so mm-hmm. it's funny that you remember that because I remember. Um, several of the cat scenes yeah, because yeah. of a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 but yeah. like the cats and in, like there, dogs in the uh, yeah. in the alley where they where there was one of them and then yeah. there was a bunch of them and the kitten. That was one of the pl- parts that I chuckled was all the shit that cute little kitten was doing mm-hmm. and he just was fl- pulled out his little claws and was yeah. causing terror. He was like the most ferocious one of them all and yeah. he was the smallest and the youngest. So. That makes me. I just think back on that. That makes me laugh. I think you're right. It might have been that that experience. Yeah, like, and I think if you do see it again, definitely see it in 3D because I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it was. It was. I would recommend it to anybody. I mean, it, at this point, it might be slowly working its way out of the theaters. So. Yeah, yeah. But people hear this. My most recent film that I watched was the last night we watched The Boss. Whoa, uh, th- that one is Melissa McCarthy. Ah, yeah, well, she's got the short hair and she's a crazy bitch. Yeah, basically, it it was a, also and movies nowadays are all fucking predictable. I'm sorry, they all are, um, but it was funny. Uh, There's a lot, a lot of funny parts. Um, but that's what that's what I hate about movies these days are they are too predictable. Can you tell me about some Let me ask you the good. Let me ask you the good question about My the bad. boss. Um, was her husband in it in a cameo role like he is in every other movie that she does? Yes, and he actually directed this one again too. Gotcha. Yeah. He directed it. Yeah, wow. he's been directing a lot of her films. Yeah, he does, the only time he's in movies is when they're hers. Yeah. So. Yeah, he, she's such a hot ticket that if they come up with any producer, if they want her in a movie, they can pretty much ask. He can ask to be the director, mm-hmm. and if they want her bad enough, they'll they'll, they'll, they'll let him do it. Yeah. No, it was good. Well, he's a decent director, I would say. 
her money's her movies make money. Yeah. So, and it it wasn't your typical Melissa McCarthy slapstick comedy. She had a lot of good jokes, and I I like it. I always think it's funny when when parents swear around kids. I'm sorry, I'm a fucking weirdo like that, but you know. She walked into the, they call it the dandelions, it's like the brownies and the girls and organizations and whatnot, and she walks in and she's like, all right, motherfuckers, and I, was, I just thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, there's these little fucking eight-year-old kids and shit. She's like, all right, motherfuckers, you're here to listen to me and shit. It was funny to me. Um, there's a lot of adult humor in it. I think it's a great film. I highly recommend it. I'm super glad that I bought it so I can watch it over and over. Um, might have to uh, get on that one. Uh, it's only I bought it on Amazon, so it might right. come out tomorrow on DVD or something. I, I, but, yeah, I like. Um, but I love all her films. There hasn't been one that I haven't liked of hers, um, and I'm excited to see Ghostbusters tomorrow in 3D as well. Now I've heard that that's not as bad as yeah. everybody thinks. Yeah, it's it's been getting some pretty decent reviews. At this point, I don't give a fuck. Anyway. Well, my biggest my biggest gripe right now is one person in particular I saw that saw it recently um, took a poke at J.J. Abrams for what he called remaking Star Wars. And this, this was a better remake than the Star Wars remake was. But J.J. Abrams didn't remake Star Wars. He did a tribute film to right. the originals. So um, from the sounds of it, there are a lot of people saying this is a remake but from everything I've seen on the previews, the situation isn't completely the same. So to me, that doesn't scream remake. Yeah, like I agree. if they fell into the exact same situation the whole way through, like I don't remember. I mean, I guess there was some body possession, but it was for an ultimate goal in the first one. Where this one, it seems like there's just random body possession going on during the movie. Mm. You know, like Rick Moranis gets possessed, and uh, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Uh, Gina Davis? Yeah, Gina Davis. Get, no, not Gina Davis. It's, Wasn't uh, it? It's not Gina Davis. Who plays uh, the female lead in the original Ghostbusters? Oh, uh, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're the same person. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I'm the gatekeeper. I'm the key master. Yeah, Those are yeah. the only two possessed people in the whole movie. Right. And in this one, it seems like they're just randomly jumping into people's bodies and shit, you know? I mean, yeah, I guess, I I guess they jump into the one guy, and, and he's, like, stirring up the trouble and causing the uprising. So, I mean, I guess there is a little bit of a... And it seems like they're going more for the comedy value on this film. Well, from, there was from, a lot of comedy value in the first one. It was just... Not a it was, not No, like, it was so, that dry, yeah, yeah. you know, Dan Aykroyd and yeah. uh, a Bill Murray, you know, kind of comedy, especially Bill Murray. It was that, yeah. it was that backhanded, uh, sarcastic comedy. Right, you know, right. And this seems like it's all It seems like he's being face. just normal to you, and all of a sudden, you know, he just gives you like a backhanded comment or, or right. a compliment or something. Right. Well, m- my opinion, and this is probably going to, most people are going to be a, hate me for this, but women belong in the kitchen. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm completely or joking. Kitchen or porno. That's well, yeah, they should have cum on their face in a porno or in the kitchen making sandwiches. They have no right being in a movie. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay. No, I, I think it's good that they do that. And I'll see it eventually because of Melissa McCarthy, specifically. Yeah. Um, and oh, I'm not a big fan of that. And the chick McKenna that plays chick. Justin Bieber on SNL, which might I don't, be the one that you don't yeah, like. Yeah, McKinnon. I don't like McKinnon. her. Yeah, Jessica Kate, McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Whatever her name is, I don't like her. <laughs> Whoa. Anyways, that, that's I'll see it because of those two. Yeah. The rest of it, I don't give a fuck about, and I'm not going into it with high expectations. So it'll probably be I'll probably be impressed. When you guys go to theaters, sorry to interrupt. And weird weird segue. Do you guys wear gla- like glasses at all? 
Uh, I, don't I, wear glasses I, I wear glasses so I can see everything crisper. Okay, so I'm going to suggest to you to go on Amazon and buy 3D glasses clips. Because I hate when you go to a 3D movie and you got to put the 3D glasses over. over. Okay. You can't really see. I bought they have under, clips for this. You have, they have clips. I bought a, a pack, an IMAX pack, which has the IMAX version and then a real D 3D. And I think, I think it was... A million times better. We, that's specifically why I went to go see Pets. I got it that day in the Moyo. She was, I was like, like, I gotta go try I gotta go see out. a 3D movie. She wanted to see that one. It was the only one 3D tonight that I could go see. I'm like, we're going to fucking see it. And I, I like fucking that. loved it. Go to thearyman.com, click the sponsor tab, the Amazon banner, and go buy, what are they called? 3D, 3D glasses clips. Right. And you will help support this podcast, and you will go watch the movies in 3D. Yeah, and, and IMAX or cool. regular. Yeah, you can, and then you don't have to wear the ones that are fucking uh, that you throw in the little box, and then they spray them down, and then you yep, repackage, they repackage them, them. Yeah, and you get AIDS from some fucking right weirdo. So I would definitely recommend it. And if you for buy anybody it, that cares, I always throw my IMAX glasses away. <laughs> for anybody cares, I have nine pairs. <laughs> I actually we're in the in the process of uh, upgrading our system at our house, and uh-huh. we'll eventually be going the three D yeah, around. And you can use them at home too. And then uh, yeah, so we actually now that we have our own, we're Taking the new ones home, but yeah, uh, definitely check that out, dude. And if you buy just the 3D glasses by itself, I think it's like seven ninety nine. Hmm. So for an extra ten dollars, you get the yeah. IMAX to go Why for it because you just never know. Yeah, and I fucking love it, dude. Seriously, I fucking think it's amazing because it looks Brilliant. so much better. So just tell that's me a good idea. There. I didn't know that existed, and I, I didn't will either. be doing that. I didn't either because I was just uh, yeah. looking around to, to get glasses for the house, right. and I saw these clips. I'm like, well, I'm fucking check that out. Yeah, I'm so. glad you dropped Amazon, and that's a good way to do it. Click the. Uh, Banner. Uh, Only way I buy my shit on Amazon now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You always click the banner, right? I, oh, yeah. I hope so. I thought once I clicked it and I keep that same one open, yeah, as long it's as always you, there. You, well, you got to, yeah. If you bookmark the thing, too. Mm-hmm. That's for people that don't. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, the next one I'll talk about, then. Good movie. Special Correspondence. It's a Netflix release only. Good movie. You guys have all seen I it? I have not. Eric has not. Dave has seen it. I saw it because... It came out, and it's not an interesting special correspondence. And I like both the guys. Yeah, it's Eric Bana and Ricky Gervais. They uh, they played, uh, was it? It says radio journalist, was it? I thought it was just regular journalist. Yeah, they it are. was radio, that's right. Um, well, Eric Bana plays the yeah, and like he's radio and, journalist. And Ricky's the producer slash right. engineer, yeah. And they're going to be sent to uh, South America uh, to cover some rebel uprising. Mm-hmm. And I forget now what what actually happened. That um, they didn't get on the plane. Ricky, oh. Ricky had a note to his wife in an envelope. And, in an envelope, and all his passport and shit, and an envelope. In another envelope in the same and pocket. He got <laughs> he, the uh, Eric Banya is kind of a dick. He threw it away, right? Womanizing guy, and he told him he's like, just throw that shit away. You don't need it. Like you're not going to send that to her. And right. It was kind of like a. I love you, let's make sure everything's cool. Kind of yeah. a, like a goodbye letter just in case something happens while they're gone. He's like, you don't fucking need that, fuck it, throw it away. And, and he throws he, away his passport. Yeah, <laughs> and then they go to get ready to go to the airport, he pulls out the fucking love letter, and he's like, right. uh, yeah, I threw him away. So then they end up going back across the street from the, wasn't it across the street? Yeah, it's literally like across the street. Uh, literally across the street from the radio station in the, like, attic part of, uh, above a Chinese little, restaurant. A little, like, what's it? I thought it was a cafe. Or something. Jenny's Restaurant Cafe something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the, like, the attic of that, and then they have to, they're doing live special reports from South America, and they kind of got to do, like, this whole setup where they're making it seem like they're in a war zone and 
all this shit literally across the street. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty funny. I, I thought it was good. I loved it. Um, Vera Formiga's in it, who's in uh, Bates Motel. And I think she did amazing in it. It's completely different than what she normally does. Oh, she was in the George Clooney movie with uh, Up in the Up Air. In the air. Yeah. Didn't see it. But, uh, yeah, if you you have Netflix, yeah. I, I would recommend checking that movie out. It was yeah, it was highly entertaining. It was very funny. Netflix is kept me hit a home run with us. Yeah. All the other, most other Netflix movies suck dick, but that one was good. Well, then, let's talk about this one real quick right. before we get to Eric, because this is another one that's on there that I just recently I, watched. I, I saw that as well. Okay, we can, <laughs> uh, we'll just, uh, it's The Do-Over with Adam Sandler. I saw that as well. I okay, really? We all saw it's this on my one. list, yes. All right, The Do-Over. Um, also Netflix only, so if you have Netflix, go for it. Um, this one, man, I cannot, for the life of me, get into an Adam Sandler movie anymore. They, I just, I try, I try so fucking hard, and it didn't do shit for me. I guess I'll let you, somebody else, jump in here. What do you guys think? Because I have a, I mean, the plot seemed good. It yeah. says two down, two down on their luck. Guys decide to fake their own deaths and start over with new identities, only to find people they're pretending to be are in even deeper trouble. <laughs> I like it. It sounds amazing. To me, I just I don't know. I think it's I think it's Adam Sandler now. It's like if, if it's an M Night Shyamalan liked, movie, I'm, it's gonna. I like the, the fact thing. that he didn't play a dumb, goofy guy for the first time in forever. He, yeah, yeah. He's like confident. Uh, kind of at the uh, beginning. Not he really. Was, he was uh, he was he had the he was playing silly. He wasn't playing dumb and goofy. Yeah. He acted like he knew a lot because he was playing. He comes off as a government yeah. agent. He keeps telling the guy he's a government agent, but he's, he's not. smart, but he's not. Yeah. And then yeah, the reveal of of how he found out what he found out was kind of a good twist. That you yeah. know, like that whole though. I don't want to give it away because it is a fairly newer movie. You know, this is one that I won't spoil completely, but it was just kind of like. I, I like the fact of it was like the straight man and the and you know the, the cool guy and the and the uh, the boring guy you know right, the nerd. playing off of each other. Not even a nerd. He's just a, he's just a dull guy. Yeah. Can I just he's like say a dull, boring guy? And David Spade plays that character very well. Yeah. I like it when he acts like that compared to the guy that's supposed to be like the drunk or mm. the weirdo or like I all like Joe Nerd. No, like in the Grown Ups. That character he plays in the Grown Ups, where he's supposed to be the the drunk and the, the wild one, but it, he just doesn't come off right with that. Because he's just fucking. Am weird. I thinking of the same movie, David Spade, at the beginning when they're at the, uh, yeah, when they're at the um, reunion, the reunion, yeah. mm-hmm. and David Spade's wife's off fucking dancing, dancing with the guy okay, that she grew to up. To me, in that's school. not even a fucking realistic thing. I understand it's a movie. Oh no, it happens. Where you just sit back and you're okay with your fucking wife. Uh, he's basically the blowing he's, the fucking. He's got no. He's got no balls. It happens. No balls. As if if that if I was David Spade, I think I've got a little bit more balls to fucking like. I, that was the point. Of all, of I wouldn't character. be with a whore that's going to go do that. There would be a divorce long before that. But I'm sorry. In Eric's defense, it does happen. Oh, yeah. in real life. You guys have witnessed. I guess oh, because yes. I don't have a reunion to ever go to. Well, not even the reunion side. Just in real life. Um, well, in real life, yeah, but not at a fucking reunion. Any, anywhere, it doesn't matter where it is. It could be at a bar or at a fucking restaurant. If some chick's grinding on some other guy, I've seen it where I the, saw the husband just kind of turns his, turns his eye. Your wife. Not my your wife. wife. My wife. <laughs> what I'm saying is, okay, so if you were sitting there and your wife was, let's say she was the queen or whatever they call the fucking thing in, in high school. Prom queen. The prom queen. And she was... And, and so they're going to do a thing because they got the prom king and prom queen. And she's over dancing with him. 
I don't give a fuck. That was high school. Now you're with me, so you don't dance with the prom king. I'll tell you this. The only guy I let my wife hang out with is her G, her GBFF that she used to work with. What's GBFF? Gay best friend forever. Oh. <laughs> because you I, know, have realize, no, yeah. I have no worries there, and he definitely you is. let me hang out with her? Not, a, not alone. Really? Well, I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's a little different because I mean, you're with. I don't know. It's it's tough. It would just be a kind of, like, like if you guys started. If you guys started just, it would be like, oh, I'm going out with Dave. What are you guys doing? Oh, we're going to see a movie. Okay, why are just you and Dave? Right. Why why am I not invited? Why is like when she tells me that she's going out with him, you know, with with her GBFF? It's like mm-hmm. okay, fine, yeah. It's like being out with one of her girlfriends. That's the way I look at it because right. nothing's gonna happen. As long as he is for sure, not, oh, his boy, his, not his, even kind of his, his husband will tell you that he's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I'm sure his husband feels the same way because he's not invited with the two of them hang out because they're like a couple of girlfriends. You know, tip most of the time he's not invited. They talk either. about chugging their so yeah, she, he, he, he <laughs> talks about his his husband, and she talks about me. Do you think they you compare know? you and his husband's cocks? Possibly. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just a weird thing to think about. But that's like, yeah, History. like you said, I, if it had been in a situation where some guy right. like tried it, and it'd be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. But what do see, you mean? I guess, I guess I've never seen that specifically. It'd be different happen, if it like, was the kind of thing where I was told ahead of time. But the, the the whole idea of, yeah, like the guy in this movie being like, oh, yes, me and Robbie are going to, whatever the guy's name was in this room, we're going to go do this, and it's like... Oh, yeah, uh, it, it was the part no. where they, they decide they're going to leave it and go get in a limo and leave. It was her ex, yeah. I understand this guy's a beaten down loser, mm-hmm. but no fucking guy in his life would do that. That's the even yeah. worse part, is that That's it's even not believable. Yeah. Where I, okay, I get the dance and all that. I still wouldn't allow it if I was the husband, but as a loser... I could see why you'd allow that. The, the second she's like, "Oh, we're just gonna go get in the in a limo," and yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. yeah, no, not even a loser guy would do that. And, and if, if you've actually seen this sh- kind of shit happen, and I guess I'm not hanging out in the right place with the right losers because I've never seen this happen. To me, it didn't seem believable, and that's where the movie lost me that early. Gotcha. And I think that's what fucked it up for me. It could just be me. Okay, I don't know. All right, so, well, me and Dave will talk about All right, what else you guys got? All right, I'll run, I'll run through my list well, really, really, really quick. And then we, if you guys want to hit up on any of these movies, because I've, I've seen a lot since the last we've got together. All right, go slow. Um, Man Up. Uh, that's with... Simon Pegg, isn't it? Yeah, where he, uh, where he uh, runs into the girl that... He's not supposed to. Yeah, she she steals the blind date. The blind date. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, I was disappointed in that. It. I liked it a lot. I like her as an actress. So, and I love Simon Pegg, but I was just disappointed in the movie overall. So the the part where they're sitting across from the Mike ex Bell? and they're they're talking about uh, like she's acting like all the stuff that they do and the interaction, just like to <laughs> dig into her. That was pretty good. Uh, X Men Apocalypse. Mm. I took my son to How see that. that? Uh, for X Men movie, it wasn't the best one, and it wasn't the worst one. And I like where the arc is going with the new uh, characters. Um, they've got the uh, girl from Game of Thrones playing. Um, uh, 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 what do you call her? Uh, Whore? No, it's oh. not <laughs> I don't. Know. Jean Grey. She's the new Jean Grey. Ah. So. Let's see. Uh, we saw the intern, which we've talked about previously on the show. 
Dave Dave mentioned it with uh, uh, De Niro and De Niro, yeah. uh, uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, mm-hmm. yeah. It was decent. Uh, Everest. Have you guys seen Everest? Yeah, yep. that's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I understood how the movie... It's like watching Titanic. So you know what's going to happen, say but at the same time, I guess I didn't realize how brutal it was up there. Well, you the know? thing is, I understand movies that can be predictable, but yet still lead you on like uh, an intense like journey while you watch this. So that's why I don't, I don't necessarily dislike movies that are predictable. Yeah. I don't like movies that put me to fucking sleep because they're stupid and boring. Yeah, it kept so. my attention for sure. Yeah, and I expect Everest to do that. Um, Valkyrie, have you guys seen this with Tom oh, Cruise? I, I haven't seen that one. I yet. actually want to. I mean, this is a movie I want to um, possibly do some more research on, and I could see us doing it's a thing. True story. On. Yeah, it's yeah. it's based on a true story. You've heard of it? Dave, you know, right? I've heard of it. I just chose not to watch it because I'm not really big fan of Tom Douchefuck and his middle tooth. Yes, that is the weirdest thing. I didn't realize that until you pointed it out. Uh, your significant other pointed it out. Joy, uh, I thought you did. No, okay, she, she did. She because she has a fucking weird like. Have you have you seen this? Stare yeah, that's the, that's why I just no, said. No, the, no the middle tooth. Thing. The middle tooth. Oh yeah, it's been a while. Like I think I noticed it in Far and Away. Here, let's just Originally. pull it up real quick. But he doesn't show it as much. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay, it's the, the top search. <laughs> what you type in the word middle? It's so weird. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so fucked up. He's got an extra. It's so crazy. So that's why he always cocks his head one way, like this. He always turns it to one side, so you don't recognize it as much. I've never noticed he did that too. Yeah. Um, we saw <laughs> <laughs> we saw Ted two finally. <laughs> Ted two. How? Yeah. Is I haven't seen it yet. No, it wasn't as good as the first mm-hmm. one. No. Just lots of pot jokes. I mean, it was good, but not as nearly as good as the first and one. And dick jokes. Yeah. And, yeah. Not as good. I it's don't know. Seth MacFarlane. It's, it's kind of hard to... I mean... The premise of the first one was so original, it was yeah. hard to hard to beat. They shouldn't have done a fucking sequel, but because it made so much money, oh, yeah. you know, it's built in. Um, I Origins. Have you guys seen this one? This was Mm-mm. a really good movie. That's not I Robot? No, it's called I Origins. I'm not this one up. Yeah, look that one up. I don't so know. So this one, that. it has to do with this guy that's doing um, Michael Pitt uh, uh, research on uh, mm. about he's a molecular biologist oh, yeah. and he wants to find a way to um, combat uh, blindness at some point. But what they find, it's it's this is a total movie for you. Like it's got these huge like hidden meanings and like is there life after death and you know we've talked in the past about it like reincarnate like like the idea of reincarnation and Mm -hmm. i mean there's there's a huge like undertone because what they do is they come up with this technology to scan your eyes and what happens is they're registering everybody in the country so that they can, Big Brother can watch you, and based on your eyes, oh. they know who you are. No. But what happens is somebody dies, and then someone's born, and they scan their eyes, and it comes up as the person that was dead. Whoa. That's so crazy. it's the yes. whole reincarnation kind like, of idea that cool. the, the eyes are so, they're like this? fingerprints. Danielle suggested it. We watched it on it uh, on demand. It was on Netflix, I think. Okay. And uh, it was either on Netflix or it was on uh, like H- or HBO on demand, one or the other. Yeah, it was must have been on 
It must have been on uh, HBO On Demand. On DVD only. Yeah. At Netflix. So... Um, but uh, you know they were say they say that your the 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 whole physical property of your eyes is like a like a fingerprint. Everybody's is there's different spots and different right. places, and no two people's eyes are exactly the same. Right. But what he finds out, he he's one of the things that he does. He likes to take pictures, and when he takes people's pictures, he just takes it right of their eye. So then he compares somebody else's picture to another picture, and it freaks him out, and he goes on this whole journey. So I don't want to say any more than that, but it it was really, really intense, and I really liked it a lot. Sounds ridiculous. No, I'm kidding. It has a a really cool twist at the end. He's this very scientific person. He doesn't believe in reincarnation or anything spiritual. Yeah. How have I never heard of this? Yeah. I'm I'm sure I did, and I kind of skipped it. So we'll definitely do a think tank on that. Yeah, we'll um, watch it for sure. Orange is the New Black. Watch the whole thing. That's not a movie. It's not a but, movie, but uh, I, the I whole thing, like just the new the season. New season, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah the new season. So yeah, I just, I just wanted to mention quick. it. Have I, you guys? Are I you guys saw, caught up? I saw a little bit of the new season. Are couple you caught episodes. up? Yeah, yeah. I watched so it. what do you think of the new season? I hated it at first. It took me about six episodes to get into it because they're they're doing all the girls now, not just Piper. Well, they started doing that. The season before, yeah, I think. Yeah, last season. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that, but I have watched a little. A lot of origin stories yeah. of everybody. I kind of like that. You start getting that. I do like. I how do they like go it. back and show how they got yeah. to the prison. It's like I hated the ending of the season. It was predictable. I'm going to say it was predictable. Well, well, you knew somebody ending. was going to die because somebody dies. Every Who dies? Yeah. Well, one bitch died early on. Yeah, but not one of the main characters. Yeah. I thought she was kind of a main when, character. When it was going down, before she it's even got taken down, down I'm like, she's going to die. Yeah. And Joy's like, no, no, she's a lovable character. I'm like, she's was, dying. And it was late how about? she died. Yeah, it was, totally it was ripped right off of the fucking New York shit. That's all it is. What are we talking is. about? One of the characters on Orange is the New What's Black. The name of the well, well, look at season five. See who's not in there. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to tell me who's died. All right, Pusey. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. What, Pussy? Yeah, Pussy. Yeah, Pussy dies in this season. Yeah, I already saw that. I thought... No, oh, that happens at the very end of the... Does it? Yeah. Oh, well, I must have seen just the end of the fucking season then. Yeah. I don't know. Sh- she was watching it, and I walked in, and I watched oh, like three okay. episodes, and Pussy dies. Yeah, you, you saw it towards the end. end. You oh, okay. The well, then I have no idea what happens in the beginning of the season. Yeah. I thought that was the main character. That's what I was saying. She is kind of a main character. Yeah. And you guys were talking about a main character. Who else dies in that season then? Uh... Um, who else died? Somebody smaller. I don't remember. Oh, I'm, the, yeah. the biggest thing was Pusey. Oh, okay, well, I already know that. Yeah. So. I thought you were talking about a different main character. I don't know who else died. I mainlined that show, though. I watched it in less than a week. We okay. normally... See, and that's the weird thing. Like, normally with Orange is New Black, we knock it out in two days. We just binge whack the fuck out of it. We stay up all super late and watch it. Awesome. It took us, like, three weeks to finish it. Because I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it. The first couple, man. I was talking to my sister because she's, like, a way super avid fan. She finished it in, like, an hour. She watched all the episodes in one hour. It was crazy. I don't know how she did that, but... Like, I couldn't get into it. You one day? No, I was being sarcastic. And yeah, I was going to say, you were making sure we were paying yeah. attention? And, like, she was like, oh, man, it's so great. I'm like, man, it, I don't really like it. And her best friend is the same way. And she's like, if you don't like it, we can't be friends anymore. Right. And I'm like, that's cool. Bye. Like, whatever. And then Bye, she's like, <laughs> she's like, when you get done with the season, we'll talk then. And then I finished it. And she's like, what do you think? I was like, all right, it was all right. It, it redeemed itself towards the end. Yeah. But. Yeah, the ending sucked because it was predictable as fuck. Yeah. So last two movies, real quick. Daddy's Home I saw with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell. Mr. Will, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
my wife, for some reason, thought that it would be a good movie to watch with the kids. Yeah, not, not so much. much. Not so much. Not a PG thirteen movie to watch with younger kids. You know, there are some PG thirteen movies that pretty raunchy. Get, you know, That's Will yeah. Ferrell. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward. I have it. I haven't watched it yet. I'm looking forward to it. It's, yeah. it's decent. It's I like good. it. It's it was funny. it was worth the watch. I was, I was waiting to put the kids down to watch it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, your older one in the house could probably. I don't know because we're Handle dealing it. with with stepdad and real dad in ours. That, that would probably be tough then. And I don't think I want to do that because I'm just going to start talking shit about real dad. And yeah, that's true. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, so we won't that. watch it with him. We'll watch it with a four year old that doesn't have a clue what's going on anyway. There you go. Kind of work. And then the last movie which I'm going to recommend. This was probably Uh-oh. next to I Origins. This was probably my rec- reco of the of recently was Ashby. Your what hurts? Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. So he plays a aging uh, government agent who is interested knocked off all these people. Assassin, and retired CIA assassin. Yeah, yeah, just uh, CIA you assassin. Know, he wants to live, right? He Stay finds away. out he's got a uh, a rare disease. You know, he has some medical issues, and the next door neighbor starts driving him around to get him where he needs to go. But the twist of him driving around, I won't give out because he starts doing some really crazy shit. So in the process, the kid next door who's kind of a a wormy kind of like uh, lame kid, you know, gains confidence, gets a, becomes a, a better person. So it's it's a really good movie. I liked it a lot. It was it was full of action and there was you know dry sarcastic comedy in it, and uh, you know it's got kind of a. Uh, high schooler, you know, nerd, nerd, geeky kid does good. He joins the football team and all this, and hmm. so sounds interesting. I'm gonna have yeah. to check that one. Yeah, out. I had I had heard about it a long time ago, and I don't even know if it went in the theaters. But I thought based it was on opening box office weekend, it was only four thousand six hundred thirty-one dollars. So I'm so guessing no, no. <laughs> yeah, so I it finally showed up on Netflix. That's how I watched oh, it. So it's so on it's out there on Netflix. Cool. I just watched it within the last couple of weeks, so it's definitely worth the watch. Um, yeah, check that out then. That sounds good. Came out September twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Hmm. Dave, anything else for you? Oh yeah, man, I got a shit ton. Um, well, I only have one more. So. Uh, the one that's most recent after the boss I watched uh, was called The Big Short ah. with uh, Christian Bale. I want to see um, this. It's on my to watch Netflix. Steve Carell. It. It's on Netflix. It's yeah. on Netflix. That's how I watched it. Um, it. It's good. It's very long and it's very confusing because of all the different trading and it's all the story. It once or twice yet? I've only seen it once so far. It's a true story, right? Yeah, it's a true story, and I actually fell victim to the uh, subprime loan debacle mm. of all the home insurance so things, home buying things. I mean, it didn't really affect me much because, I mean, I, you know, with the whole divorce and everything, I ended up losing the house. So it didn't, kind of did. It didn't really affect me as much as it could have yeah. um, because I got out before all this shit happened. But uh, it was a very good movie, though. I, I really did like it. I really like the fourth wall breaking in this mm. movie. Uh, it's not quite to the Deadpool level, but it is... Pretty fucking stellar. That's where they stop, look at the camera, and, and they talk. Yeah, they talk to down. the director, and I think it's really cool. He brings in as he as uh, I can't think of who the uh, character is. That oh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling is kind of like the narrator throughout the movie, and as he t- he's explaining something, he's like, "Oh, uh, here is uh, Selena Gomez and some some other guy." 
they're going to explain this to you. So they break it down for you. It's really cool how they do it. Uh, there's a lot of different cameos that do things like that. Um, so I, I definitely recommend that movie. I think it's really good. Um, as you had mentioned, uh, I only seen it once. I would. I'm definitely going to watch it again. Um, can you get me a refill too, since you're on it? Anything's fine. Same. Anything's fine. Um, and then, so after that, um, Warcraft. I saw you that. Did see it? I did see it with my oh. my, with my pops. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you were saying before you went to that how not interested you were in that, and it blew your fucking mind, did it not? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say it blew my fucking mind, but it was it was good. Um, yeah, my dad called me up. He's like, that. I want to really see this. My, my, your mom doesn't want to go. Um, I got no one else to go with that wants to go see it. Where you go, and my dad knows I'll just go see anything. I don't fucking care. And I loved it. It was fucking good. I wanted to see it in the theaters just for the fact of the special effects. And is it, it's being, not out there anymore, is it? No, it's already it's out, not. isn't it? So. Yeah, it was. It was fucking good shit. I, I was thoroughly impressed. If it is, it's gonna it. be in one one theater, probably showing twice a day. You know. Yeah, yeah. I will definitely buy it when it comes out. That's how good I liked it. Yeah, this I is one it was I, awesome. I want to. Fucking um, that was really good. It was. I didn't really know anything about it other than the fact that it was from the game, you know, based on the game premise, and it was oh, really good. Dude. What? No, go ahead. Oh. I just made me think of something. Oh, okay. Um, I also watched uh, Man of Steel. Superman, oh, Man Superman? of Steel? Yeah. I have not seen the it original? yet. The original? No, the most recent one with Russell Crowe and the guy that played Batman, or Superman for the Batman versus Superman deal. Yeah, but the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not the original original, but the first yeah. one in the Yeah, the first one in this set. new set, yeah. yeah. Because I had not seen Batman versus Superman, and I wouldn't watch it until I saw Man right. of Steel because they, right. they coincide. So Walmart, I hate fucking plugging them, but they got a deal right now. You buy Superman, Man of Steel, you get a free digital download of Batman versus Superman. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. so for the same price. When it comes out. Huh? No, right now. I, uh, so No, but uh, you bought... I bought Batman or I bought Man, Man of Steel, Steel, and it came with a free digital download of Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that I can watch. Co- for I can watch it right now. I can watch it right now. You can get really? it digitally right now. I can. Do- I started watching it. That was my next one. I was going to tie into. Was we started watching that next? So Man of Steel. I'll talk about that first. I liked it. I really yeah, did. That's I, good. Superman is one of my other favorite it's, characters. It's the best Superman story since yeah. the Christopher Reeve Superman yeah. story. And the only reason I say that is that. Christopher Reeves was my experience as a kid. Correct. Mine not that well. going back and watching it recently, it's it's a pretty shitty movie. It's it's so <laughs> comic booky. Yeah, it's, it's really very bad. comic booky. Yeah, this is they were going. Yeah, and the new one is graphic novel. This yeah. is a graphic yeah. novel version of Superman. Yeah. It's darker. And nobody wants to see Superman in a wheelchair. <laughs> Sorry. No. no. Uh, but yeah, so I, I watched the first one. I really liked it. I liked the guy that played uh, Zod. I can't think of his name. I think off a horse. But, He's in a lot of shit, and I like him. Um, and I'm a big fan of Russell Crowe, so I, as soon as I f- heard Ooh. out that he was playing yeah. Jarrell, I was like, "This is pretty badass." Um, so it's I a real that. small part. It, I mean, it is. He does he does come back later in the right, movie, right? But it's That's why I'm okay with him. But yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was a really good movie. And then we right after we finished that, we went right into Batman vs Superman. Once again, have you guys you guys have both seen it, right? I have not. Have you seen it? I have it's, not. I it's heard long as fuck. Things about it. It's now, like three the, hours long. Now the version did you see is it the director's cut or the theatrical release? it's the unrated uh, okay. uh, you, with my download okay, see, I have that's, both that's what I, w- I want to see the director's cut which technically they it's On DVD unrated yeah. but mm-hmm. if they had to rate it it was supposed to be rated R yeah it, I, it came with both you can choose which one you want um, so I have the unrated version and we're about halfway through it's long it sucks I don't like it I wish I'm glad it was free developing 
Yeah, there, there's way because too much. Because now they're developing the whole Batman Yeah, character. it starts off oh. with the Batman thing, and then it doesn't coincide with a lot of Superman knowledge of what I knew before. Like, in maybe it's just the Smallville side of me that really kind of fucked it for me, but, like, Smallville, Lex Luthor, and Clark Kent grew up together. They knew each other. Um, J- Jesse Eisenberg plays Lex Luthor in this movie. They didn't meet together, and there's a lot of forced comedy lines. Um, I think it's in the trailer where Jesse Eisenberg meets or introduces Batman to Superman and you know in their real names and he's like oh don't pick a fight with that guy I'm like really that's fucking stupid like that was really forced comedy um, I right. think they tried way too hard to set everything up and it's it's painful to watch and I think a lot of it too is I've had a lot of negative connotations to Ben Affleck being Batman because he is not Batman to me he looks like shit he looks like he wants to be George Clooney if George Clooney ate Eric Cartman um, just his hair, his hair. He's but doesn't he have like a, a robotic voice when he has the suit on? Yeah, it's not quite robotic. Oh, so they're trying but yeah. to do like the fucking Dark Knight thing where he changed the voice. When yeah, they have voice. a. Yeah, this is what I've heard. This is what I've heard that from someone that's like a huge into Batman. It's like their favorite fucking character, so they go see everything Batman. They watched it in theaters when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Was just okay, but wasn't shitting on it. But then when they watched the unrated version. Like the director's cut, that's longer, even mm-hmm. longer than the original. They liked it even more because it didn't seem as choppy. Because they cut out a bunch of scenes from the theatrical version, and now after seeing the unrated, it all makes more sense to this person. I've heard that a lot of people that say that there there are too many holes. Yeah, and there are when too you many watch holes the unrated or whatever, in the theater, it makes more sense and the story, but it's even longer. Yeah, that, that is why why it's so, three hours long. Yeah, and and people said it, number one, it was too long, and there were too many holes. So that I'm kind of interested. I would I would holes, hang yeah, out for the longer version if it made sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so Hollywood. I mean, the Revenant was here. way too fucking long, but it was still a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't. It was long. But it was, to me, yeah, it didn't it seem way, long because it, even it though there's a lot of crawling and shit like no, that, it was way it, too fucking long. We do not need a five minute dream sequence panning <laughs> that could have lasted 30 seconds. It yeah. did not need to be five old Kubrick minutes movies? long. Those yeah. are too long of, of nothing. Yeah. To me, the Revenant, I, to me, it didn't seem that long because to me, I, I don't you know. You cut 45 minutes out of that movie. 30, I, I think that's 30, an exaggeration. 30 to 45. Maybe 25, maybe. So 30, 40 fucking minutes out of that movie, you yes. don't have a movie anymore. I'll talk about one more movie and then we'll pass it back to Ryan. Okay. Uh, the last one that I started watching is the new brand of Star Trek movies. Okay. Okay. Which one? First one. Uh, the very first one. I oh, bought. Okay. I Star bought Star both Star of them one. because they both came with a free ticket for the Star the Trek Beyond. Mm-hmm. So I figured if I bought them What's and this? I liked them, we both got the a free 09, ticket to go. Right? Yeah, the 09 one. It's just called Star Trek. Yeah. Um, I bought them at once again Evil Empire Blu-ray for nine dollars for two each. movies nine dollars each oh, okay. so so basically eighteen dollars I got two Blu-rays and two free tickets to the next movie so nice I ended up making out even if I don't like them they paid for the movie they paid for themselves everything's free I might do that point. anyway because I like the first one I haven't seen the second one but I want to see the new one yeah and I haven't seen the second one yet we I liked the first one um, I, I did fall asleep quite a bit we watched it a couple of times so I could find it all but it just seemed like one fight scene took forever. What about the crash scene, though? I don't remember it. Which one? In the in this movie? Yeah. When the ship is crashing and they're standing on it with those boots, and they're fighting. 
Maybe that's one of the ones that I fell asleep at. I don't remember. Wow. That. I don't remember. It's that. one of the coolest parts to me. Maybe I'm mixing them up. Maybe the fight scene was the bat, this, the Superman movie. Is that a long, really long fucking oh, fight God. scene? It's nonstop. I Maybe that's oh, there's the a huge fight scene. Maybe that's the one I was thinking of. They destroy Metropolis. Yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking of. I was confused. In this one, the ship is going down, and they're like standing on the outside of the ship, and they're fighting and punching each other because yeah, they have like the the gravity boots that make them attached yeah, to, yeah, to the yeah. ship. I must have fallen asleep. I don't remember that part. It's towards so, the end. I'll have to watch it again. Yeah. But I liked it. And, I like and once again, I know Simon Pegg's in it, mm-hmm. or at least in the second one for yeah, sure. Please check off. Um, so that was another reason why Did I was like... Jack off? Check, check off. off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so um, that's that's all I've got. Sweet. So, so for now, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Next time we do this, i got to actually write this shit down. Or Scotty. Does he play Scotty? He plays Scotty. Scotty, I'm sorry. He yeah. Scotty. The guy that plays Chekhov is the one that died in the car accident, the freak car accident where his car rolled back and pushed him up against his yeah. security gate. Yeah. That's crazy. He must have been related to the Clinton administration. Could be. Nice <laughs> tie-in for an episode that people haven't heard yet. Fair enough. Tyrol. All right, what's your other movie there, Ryan? It's an old one. And I watched it before, but I rewatched it recently, and it... I don't know. This is right up my alley. The Truman Show. Oh, I love yeah. that movie. It's Everybody's fucking movie. seen that movie. Pretty yeah, much. That movie. Love that movie. Um, <clears throat> if I'll see I don't see you. Good night. And see you tomorrow. What did yeah. he say? Hello. Hey, hello. If I don't it's see you. Good morning. Good morning. And if I don't good see afternoon, you. Good evening yeah. or something. You know. Yeah. If I don't see yeah. you later, good afternoon, evening, good yeah. night. Yeah. I just watched that the other day because I wonder if we're not. In some, I mean, this will tie into another podcast we do another time. But if that's not closer to what we are actually living, something like that, like that, with a tie-in with like the Matrix, you know what I mean? I don't know. Not to take it in that direction, but I'd watch it recently because of that reason. I, I want to all the things like, we talk about. Think take wise. Yeah. yeah. It. it <laughs> I don't know. It, it. I just wanted to rewatch it. I know it's. It's a. It's not leading to that, but. If you don't know what Truman Show is, it's about a guy who lives this really mundane life, I would say. No, he was... The Truman Show? Yeah. No, he was born as a baby, and they put him in... Okay, but you don't know that at first. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. When the movie first starts, you knew that he was... Yeah, It's yeah. completely fake. They yeah. talk of, they, they show the people sitting at home watching, watching the birth and... Not at the and very beginning. About it. Shall we oh, rewrite it with, right now? You're I talking at TV, dude. At TV, you didn't start yeah. it. Yeah, Ed the Truman Team. Show. You don't know. You know within the first fifteen minutes. Uh twenty-five. No, twenty-five. It's on Netflix, minutes. isn't it? Yeah, that's how I pull just it up right it. now. Pull it up right now. I can tell you tickets in the first five minutes. I think it's. I think it's somewhere in between what you say and he says. I think it's closer to like fifteen. Let's go through the first fifteen minutes and, and talk about this. Then, what, what do you see first that comes on screen? He's. City there. Isn't it Ed Harris at first? His fucking, no, you don't see Ed Harris until, like, I would say good 40 minutes into the fucking movie. It's been a while since I've seen it. Right. Pull it up. Hang on. I'm just going to Google There's got to be a fucking website that gives some time facts. Well, something happens at some point where there's a glitch. Well, there's a thing and that... And then they cut to the At producers. the beginning, there's a, a fucking light that falls, but that doesn't tell yeah. you shit. They're, they pass it off on the radio. I mean, you can get an idea, but if you didn't know going into this movie what it was about, you wouldn't know why there's a light that fell. It's coming from the... F- Anyways. Go ahead. Explain what the fucking movie is about, since I'm going to do some research real quick. All right. Basically, yes. This whole movie revolves around the life of Truman. His and all his friends around. He was an orphan, correct? He was an orphan, yeah. And uh, everyone 
in the in the entire city and community are all paid actors to just do their thing and it's broadcast live 24 7 to the rest of the world so he's basically in this bubble that he doesn't know this whole community's in a bubble um and they everything's controlled the, the lights controlled the the sun the, the moon the weather everything's controlled by the tv company and basically he starts thinking throughout the course of the movie that he's in this thing and it's not a real life and he wants out and he should starts seeming weird to him like why when his wife talks to him does she hold up a product and yeah. give a whole fucking speech on it right. well, more than that it's there's That's this underlying thing about the girl he knew yeah, that he fell in love that with fell in love with and before they got he wants to go to Fiji is what it he is he wants to find yeah, her but, he, he but they set it up as a they, they said she moved away to Fiji that's yeah. why he wants to go there yeah well the dad of this girl which is two different actors right. said I'm taking her to Fiji so now his whole mission is to go to Fiji but yet when he was younger they had a scary incident with his dad dying while they were on a boat on in a water, boat. so he'll never so get so in a boat to go, go on water, which prevents him. Well, at the end, basically, spoiler alert, if you're a fucking moron, I haven't seen this movie, <laughs> he gets on a boat and he's, you know, they create a fake storm or whatever, and eventually taps a, the wall, which is the the bubble that he's in. And it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with our whole flat earth thing that we've talked about in the past and all this the shit. Dome theory and it and makes that, yeah. me wonder if that's closer to our actual reality and everything we're being told is a lie. That's why I rewatched it. Well, it, without rewatching it again right now, I don't know. I sort yeah, of got it's. It's longer yeah. in the movie before you actually really know. We'll agree to disagree because I could have swore you saw like the birth, like in the beginning of the movie, no. like the credits. They showed like him growing up and shit up until where he was at. Maybe it was later yeah, in the but, show. Oh, even if they did do that, it's not implied that it's a fucking TV show unless you knew what the movie was about going into. Maybe it. I don't know. There's there's little things that they hint at with the light falling the when he walks into the one building and the elevator uh, closes and he hits the button and it reopens real quick and the back of the elevator is a fucking green room mm-hmm. where all the actors are getting food and shit and he's like looking and they're like they all scramble or whatever I mean there's things that hint at it but if you went into the movie having no idea what it was about that wouldn't tell you. Oh, hey, this is a fucking TV show that right. this guy doesn't know right. it. You know what I mean? Right. I think it, until once you see Ed Harris, then you know. Or they cut away and you show the people in the bar watching it and all this shit. Mm-hmm. That's when you know. And that's, I would say, 30, 40 minutes in. And maybe because it's been since a long time I've seen it, plus the fact that I know what it's about, maybe I just remember it differently. The movie, This movie reminds me a lot of one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Pleasantville. Yeah, good movie. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um just the fact of it being a clean-cut society, everything is, you know, uh, got American apple pie, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody is, you know, following the rules and everything is perfect. And that's how this, this show, you know, his life is. He leads a perfect life. He has a simple job, a lovely wife, best friend. My wife. But he never goes anywhere. <laughs> Just like the people in Pleasantville, they don't go anywhere. So... Yeah. The one thing I always wondered was, like, okay, in the Truman Show, and they don't really get into it, but Truman had to have fucked his wife at some point, right? And this is an actress who's playing his wife. No, there was like, it seems like like every time they talk about that whole thing about having a baby and stuff, that there's always an excuse for why they haven't. Why they haven't had a baby. 
So yeah, I don't it, think they've had sex though. That's either. what I mean. Like that's fucking crazy. What dude? Like, there was like, an excuse. But see, when you don't know any better and nobody else is saying, "Hey, I got it in there," you know. Yeah, that's true. If everything is the perfect you life and that. everything is from the Saturday Evening Post cover, you know, all uh, Norman Rockwell and shit right. around you, how would anybody and know any thing. different? His whole mm-hmm. life has been. He's never seen a Playboy. He's never seen a porno. He's never seen any of that stuff. I'm sure they didn't so teach him no sex ed in school. That's what yeah, I mean. exactly. Like, when your whole life is completely controlled, yeah, sex ed in school was. You you have there was no sex. Yeah, exactly. Power. The stork comes when it's ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I mean, think about that. I mean, he does talk about wanting to have kids, but for some reason she's not able, so they they don't. Hmm. Poor guy. And they brought that up because she complained to the producer in this movie at one point. So she's he's still pressuring me to have a baby, and you know, yeah, he wants children, and yeah. I know this is way off topic, or we're talking brews and views, and you just talked about sex in movies. Did you know there's there's actually a, a compiled list of, I think, 13 or 15 movies that have been made where the actors actually had, had sex. sex? Yeah, I did see that link. Yeah. Where there was actual, they, when they filmed it, they were actually having sex. Yeah. Not these B movies where they don't show any penetration, but the actual actors in a in a feature film were having sex. Yeah. And a lot of it were gay. There's a lot of gay films that actually had yeah. guy on guy and had ejaculation shots. In fucking Whoa. streamlined media shit, man. What do you got here? There's oh, 15 actors actually had real sex on screen. It's, when uh, it comes to movies, it's hard to tell what's real or not. Most of the time, it's not. But from time to time, there is the odd real moment. In this video, we'll take a look at 15 actors who actually had real sex on screen. Number 15. Robert Pattinson. Before Robert Pattinson was famous as a Twilight star, he was infamous for his love scene in the 2008 film Little Ashes. When critics commented that his O face looked very real, Rob admitted to actually handling business just below the camera because faking it just didn't seem right. So I pledged myself Gross. in front of the camera. Oh. Oh. Faces recorded Never gonna watch that movie. Well, there no. you go. I don't want to no. see O face every day. Number 14. There's Sharon a couple Stone. of these articles. Would you believe the rumors that Stone and co-star Michael Douglas had real sex while filming the movie Basic Instinct? The yeah, I can believe that film after seeing mm-hmm. some dirty and steamy activity between Stone and Douglas, and it's either the actual thing or really, really good acting. When this movie was released more than two decades ago, it pushed boundaries and shocked a lot of viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Number 13, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf and director Lars Van Trier said that when Nymphomania came out, it would feature real sex between Shia and Stacy. But in the middle of the post-movie publicity storm, Stacy Martin flipped the script and said that the very real, good-looking sex scenes were made out of movie magic. Number 12, Anne Paquin. One episode of True Blood ended with a makeup sex scene. Well, that that is is so realistic, fans still swear that the real-life couple, Anne Paquin and Stephen Moyer, were actually doing it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they were. They were married the whole time. Mm -hmm. Although the two never admitted the scene of real sex, one can't help but think it was, as it really did look like that. They're not going to film any thing going on if you wanted to make it look realistic. started in the getaway with Alec Baldwin back in 1994. They it's rumored that the two the celebs too. were going all the way for mm-hmm. real in a steamy sex scene in the movie. True or false? For Kim's sake, most people would hope this is false. Perhaps this is an instance where you could say, anything for art. It was never proved, although moviegoers seem to think it was, in fact, 100%. Not quite the list I was looking at with Number it over. Yeah, it was Melvin different. Van Peebles. 
For a long time, there were rumors circulating that Melvin Van Peebles really did the dirty deed in the 1971 movie Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. <laughs> but it wasn't until decades later that Melvin confessed that not only and did he, he have real sex in the groundbreaking black exploitation film, he got an STD to prove it. They even gave him workers' oh. compensation for his trouble. Gonorrhea. Number nine, Sienna Miller. Factory Girl was famous for its realistic-looking mm. sex scenes. And when someone from the set said it was because Sienna Miller and Hayden Christensen were actually doing it for real, all of that on-screen steam started to make sense. Darth Vader? But Sienna Miller quickly denied the rumor and said it was her acting chops that tricked the fans. I take it as a compliment, she said. I don't want to do a sex scene that doesn't look real, because that's my job. Number eight, Lauren Lee Smith. According to many, the stars of Lie With Me, Lauren Lee Smith, and Eric Bolfer actually had real-life chemistry on the set. Many people say the two celebs were genuinely getting it on during the filming of this movie. Just watching the promiscuity and sexuality of this film will make you think that it would be pretty good acting skills to fake it. Number seven, Marilyn Manson. People have always said that the sex in the music video for heart-shaped glasses is real, and Marilyn Manson hasn't said that it's not. But he did say that he will not confirm or deny the rumors. He said, I did insist that Evan be paid the most that any actress has ever been paid in music video history. That guy to be honest, is a fake. Even though she wouldn't have asked for it's it. Fucking There's weird. no one else that could have been That's in it weird. because it was inspired by her. Number six, Halle Berry. What made this Oscar winning hmm. scene Monster. from Monsters oh, Ball yeah. so awkward and unrestrained? Some fans say that it was the very real sex in the movie that happened between Halle Berry and freshly divorced Billy Bob Thornton that I everyone on set agreed to keep quiet. This is probably the most talked about sex scene when it comes to the question... It was pretty, uh, pretty intense scene. Yeah, I know, but I... Notorious B.I.G. Because Biggie died in 1997, he was unable to answer the burning <laughs> question everyone had, whether or not he actually did it in a music video. In the video of Ready to Die, it looks as though the rapper is receiving oral sex. So his homie P. Diddy decided to dish on the filming of that notorious music video. According to him, B.I.G. was definitely engaging in some sexual behavior during the filming for Ready to Die. See, that was, to say that that's an easy one to say, yeah, probably did today, happen. Well, it doesn't even matter if it's rap, it's just a music video. Not only did Rolling you know? Stones legend Mick Jagger have real sex on camera with Anita Pallenberg in the 1968 movie called Performance, she was his bandmate Keith Richards' girlfriend at the time. Ouch. And it almost broke up the band. Who would have thought? Mick Jagger slept with his best friend's girl on screen back in the late 60s. People always said the 1960s were wild. Number three, Bo Derek. The 1984 movie Bolero starred Bo Derek. Have you ever seen that movie? He was not mm -hmm. acting no. when she was involved in a sex scene in the film. In fact, the entire movie is about the characters growing up and realizing her full sexual potential. So naturally, there had to be that was like at the peak of her. It. The film's her content may have been a bit beauty. much back in the yeah. early 80s, but now it would probably fit right <coughs> in with all the other left field films. Number two, Al Pacino. The 1980 movie Cruising, starring mm. Al Pacino, was widely dismissed for being homophobic. The story of a serial killer who targets gay men cruising featured murder scenes that are cut with actual footage of men having sex. The film's sets were also liberally peppered with phallic symbols. Number one. Mira Sorvino. Many have said Sorvino was having sex with John Leguizamo in the Summer of Sam. Rumor has it the two celebs were indeed actually doing it in front of cameras in this 1999 film about a murder in the late 1970s. Good movie. Like previous mm -hmm. movies on this list, the actors have never actually admitted this sex scene was real. But most people that will watch the movie will agree that the scenes contained no acting. Although if it was acting, it certainly deserved an Academy Award. If you That's awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. I, uh, I mean, if I was with, like, 
a co-star that was willing, and I was either single or with that co-star, why not? Why am I going to go through the motions when I can just slip it in? You know what I mean? They're not going to show anything. Yeah, exactly. Well, even because if they, they do, they're going to they're going to edit that where you but where you give uh, her. Are a, you a leery about Are you leery face, about you know? the director or the producer having a copy of of the actual? The thing is, I bet in contract, there's certain parts that say like that because certain. Here's the thing: like I know certain actors can sign like a contract that says if a, it, for every second that my for for women for every second that my tits are on screen, I get. X amount of dollars. It's like thousands of dollars per second. Do you think guys do that? I bet you, yeah, for cock, for every second that my cock is on screen, I mean, it's all about how you work out your contract. Because if you you go back, I heard, I I watched a uh, a Broken Lizard documentary about um, Super Troopers. Farva? When Farva's standing there naked. Yeah. (laughs) They, um, They goaded him into doing that and saying that he wouldn't. And looking back, he regrets it, but he can't take it back at this point. So they basically goaded him into saying he'd never do it. So he did it just to prove him wrong. And he got no extra money for it. He got, and all they do is laugh at him because they showed. It's really fucking cold in there, right? Because, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I think I was that big when I was born. I was in the pool! <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Anyways, and that's where we'll wrap it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, uh, D Block E Rock. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see you next time we can figure out when we can get together. Yeah, see you at the movies. You've been listening to the D2R Podcast Network, brought to you by Dream to Reality Entertainment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes. Give us a rating and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. Thanks for listening.